Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and this week I'm going to be taking a look at the latest CW series, Batwoman. Uh, the premiere, the pilot episode, uh, just launched a couple of days ago, so if you don't want any spoilers, push pause, go watch it, and come on back. Now, in the past, uh, with some shows like Titans, Doom Patrol, I've gone week by week. Uh, or in the case of Runaways, I would do blocks of episodes and kind of do an overview. Right now, what I'm thinking of doing is uh, just talking about the pilot, kind of waiting for the mid-season Crisis on Infinite Earths to discuss it, and then waiting for the season finale. Um unless I really decide to go episode by episode. I just might do that. I'm not quite sure yet, but sit in, strap it in, and and let's take a look at it. So if you watched last year's Elseworlds crossover with the CW shows uh, Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl, Batwoman was introduced there. Um, what happened is, is in the Arrowverse, and, you know, if I... If I I don't want to say read it correctly. If I watched it correctly, uh, it seems that Batwoman exists in Arrow and Flash's Earth, on their Earth. Um, because uh, during the Elseworlds, the big Elseworlds crossover, uh, they got some clues. They decided to head to Gotham where, you know, Oliver Queen was constantly saying how Batman is a myth, this and that. But we are, we are introduced to Kate Kane, uh, who is the cousin of Bruce Wayne. Um, and... I'll tell you, when I watched the Elseworlds crossover, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that it set up Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is the big crossover event this year. And honestly, if if you've really been paying attention, this looks like it's going to be probably one of the CW's best crossover events ever. I mean, everybody's coming back. I really don't think I need to say spoilers here because, you know, if you just... If you look anywhere online, you kind of know who's coming in for this big crossover event. I mean, Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman, uh, Tom Welling uh, reprising his role as Smallville Superman, um, <clears throat> Kevin Conroy, a longtime voice of Batman on Batman the Animated Series, animated films, and video games, will be playing Bruce Wayne. And, uh, you know, not just any Bruce Wayne, uh, he's playing pretty much Batman Beyond's Bruce Wayne. Um, I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earths is really, I think it's going to be a great adaptation of, of that phenomenal series that, that DC put out years ago, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Batwoman. So like I said, uh, in Elseworlds, uh, Kate Kane, Batwoman was introduced and I liked it. I like the character. You know, I knew that this year or this season, the show would be debuting. And I figured, why not? Let me give it a shot. Uh, Ruby Rose stars as Kate Kane. And um, I just want to say, if you're not really that familiar with Batwoman in in the comics, and I'll be honest, I am not that familiar. Um, Before I even knew that they were even thinking of doing Batwoman, uh, you know, before Elseworlds, before, you know, Ruby Rose was even announced to play Batwoman, the only Batwoman I really read was um, a collected edition called Batwoman Elegy, which uh, was Greg Rucka's run on Batwoman. Um, 
it was a it was a four it was a four issues of Detective Comics, uh, a small story arc, which pretty much after Final Crisis, when it appeared that Batman had died, Batwoman kind of took over the mantle. She, Batwoman was actually the star of Detective Comics during during that time, and this sort of was the story arc that that kicked it off. Um, it was then collected uh, and put into graphic novel form, and it is, uh, like I said, is known as Batwoman Elegy. And this first season of Batwoman is actually closely tied to it. It's it's sort of, it, it, I shouldn't say sort of, it is based off of uh, Batwoman Elegy. And if you read that, you kind of have a good idea then what this first season is going to be like. If you haven't, I suggest going out and getting it. Uh, Greg Rucka does a phenomenal job. I mean, Greg Rucka is is a great writer. Uh, he's done a lot of female characters. I mean, he had a great run on Wonder Woman, and I think he did a phenomenal job with Batwoman. Like I said, when I read Batwoman Elegy, I knew little to nothing about Batwoman. And by the time I was done, I actually wanted more. And I think that was right around the time when I heard that uh, she was going to be appearing in the big crossover event and then eventually getting uh, a series of her own the following year. And then shortly thereafter, it was announced that Ruby Rose was going to be playing Batwoman. And I I said, yeah, you nailed it. You, you really got the perfect person to play Kate Kane. And that's the thing is, you know, this this premiere episode, I mean, it just gets right into it. I mean, we get Batwoman's origin right here in the first episode, and I think they did a good job with it. I, I did feel in the beginning, it did kind of go fast. Uh, Ruby Rose does the narration, you know, as Kate Kane. She kind of narrates it, and I kind of have a feeling this is how they're going to be doing the series, where she's going to be doing the voiceover, um talking about what's going on, talking about her life, things like that. Um, but, you know, right away, like I said, if you read Batwoman Elegy, I mean, you see it. You you, you, you see where this, this season is going to go. And, I mean, quite honestly, I, I think they picked a good one. Because, like I said, for me, Elegy was my introduction to Batwoman. I think it's a great way to introduce uh, fans of the CW or, you know, people that watch the CW shows. I think it was a great way to introduce uh, Kate Kane slash Batwoman to the general public. So, like I said, I mean, I, I thought I thought the episode got started off a little quick and they, they kind of rushed through Kate coming back to Gotham. Um but it wasn't too bad. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't sitting there going, "Oh god, here we go." You know, this this is not going to be good. Uh I mean, it's a little bit of a minor critique. Um we get a bit of a training montage and, you know, Kate Kane on the series compared to the Kate Kane that I know from the comics, really from Elegy, I mean, the origin is pretty similar. Um there is kind of a major difference, but we'll get into that. And like I said, really, as I'm going to go forward, spoilers. Again, if you didn't watch the episode uh, and you wanna, you don't want anything spoiled, press pause now and go and watch it and come on back. So we get a bit of a training, like I said, we get a bit of a training montage in the beginning where we see, um, 
Kate sort of like it looks like she's somewhere out in the Arctic or Antarctic, uh, pretty much out on a frozen lake. Kind of a callback to Batman Begins when we see Christian Bale training with Liam Neeson. Uh, they're actually sword fighting out on, on a uh, frozen lake. This is we see a hole cut in it and we see her diving right in. Uh, what this exercise appears to be is she's essentially swimming in frigid water. Uh, her feet are cuffed together, so she's looking for the key. She finds the key. She uncuffs herself and begins to swim back up uh, when somebody covers up the hole. She gets there and, uh, you know, tries to push her way out, and we get a bit of a flashback. Um, and here is sort of where the origin story differs from the comics. So what we get is uh, we see a very young Kate with her sister Beth uh, driving. Uh, their their mother is driving. Uh, they're in the back of the car. They have these necklaces. Uh, they appear to be like a ruby, basically. It's a it's a red diamond, a ruby, what have you. Uh, and they're taking a selfie, essentially. And we see that there's an accident. Uh, and then you know we get a glimpse of Batman. Uh, you know we we kind of see his his outline. Uh, we get to see the grappling gun, which is awesome. And we get Kate saying like, "Don't worry, Batman will save us." Uh, something goes wrong. Kate is the only one who gets out of the car as the car plummets over the side of the bridge. Uh, and we are to assume that her mother and her sister Beth have perished. Uh, we flash back to the training montage. Kate. I don't know, having that memory, it kind of spurs her. She uncuffs because she had really only uncuffed one leg so she could swim back up. She takes the cuffs off and then uses them to pretty much punch her way out of the ice. We then see her come into like a hut where there is an Inuit type gentleman sitting there. Apparently he's the one training her, um, you know, and he, he's basically, he's sitting there with a stopwatch and he's like too slow. She's like, you covered the hole. And he's like, and yet he goes, and yet you figured your way out tomorrow. You do it faster. Um, what we see is what's happening in Gotham is it's, it's been three years. It's been three years since anybody has seen the Batman. Um, Kate's father, Jacob, he's a former military colonel. Um, he now runs a security firm called Crow, which really is, is I don't want to say it's taking the place of the GCPD because we do see the GCPD. I do think there is a reference to a commissioner. Um, there's definitely, you know, reference to the mayor, of course, but they're pretty much the, the premier security team. Uh, they're almost like a paramilitary force and they're basically providing security for all of Gotham. And what we're getting here is, um, the bat signal pretty much has been left on, uh, for these past three years. And there's a group of citizens, uh, that feel that, you know what? He's gone. He's either dead or he's not coming back. We got to move on. It's time to turn off the signal. And, uh, what we get here is, uh, I don't want to say a festival part, but it's basically, it's, it's, it's a, not a celebration, but it's, it's an event. It's an event to mark the fact that, you know what, Batman is not returning. Uh, we really have to claim the city for ourselves. And that's what this event is, is it's sort of the official turning off of the bat signal. But of course, this is Gotham City. Uh, and especially with no Batman around, you know things are going to go wrong. Uh, we're pretty much going to be introduced to the main protagonist here, who is Alice. Now, Alice is in the comics, and um, 
I think right away what people would say looking at the character is, and it's Harley Quinn. Yes and no, and I'm leaning more towards no, where Harley Quinn, the thing is, is, is for me, when Harley Quinn started way back when on, um, you know, Batman the Animated Series, she was a great character. I mean, she started off as, like, a mall technically for the Joker, pretty much becoming, you know, almost like his second in command slash love interest. Um, you know, in the animated series, it was never really quite clear. I mean, Harley definitely had feelings for Mr. J. I don't really think the Joker really reciprocated it at all, but who knows? Um, I really feel that since then, the character of Harley Quinn has just, it's been overused, overdone, uh, and it's almost, you know, Harley Quinn is almost kind of a parody of itself at this point. Uh, you know, little sidebar here, I did see the, the teaser trailer for Birds of Prey, and I am not looking forward to that film. Uh, it just, just call it the Harley Quinn show at this point, and... I'm sorry, Margot Robbie's portrayal. I didn't like it in Suicide Squad, and I liked it even less in, in this trailer. Alice, on the other hand, I feel is different. Um, you know, she clearly sees herself as Alice from Alice in Wonderland, yet she comes off more like the Mad Hatter. Um, she kind of fluctuates from a genteel-type woman to a deranged psychopath, literally at the drop of the hat. I mean, she's constantly quoting um, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I mean, that's this is pretty much how she speaks, how she operates. And really what her goal is, you know, what we learn is, is she's sort of announcing her presence here and basically saying, yeah, the Batman's gone, but the crows aren't going to protect you at all. And what she's really looking to do is she's really looking to let people know that she is in charge of Gotham and, you know, these, these crows are, they're a bunch of brutes. They're a paramilitary force. They're a joke. And not only does she prevent the turning off of the bat signal or she disrupts that whole ceremony, uh, she kidnaps one of the key officers of the crows, uh, a woman known as Sophie Morales. And the thing is, is we kind of get, this is where Kate kind of comes into the picture. Um, her stepsister Mary gives her a call on a satellite phone. Thought you should know, Sophie was kidnapped. This brings Kate back to Gotham. This is what we learn. And we do see elements of this in Elegy. Uh, you know, it was stated even before the series began. And I mean, if, if I think the one thing that people know about Batwoman is she is a lesbian. And you know what? The series doesn't hide it at all. It's just, yes, Kate Kane is a lesbian. Batwoman is, is a lesbian. Um, Kate and Sophie had a relationship at military school. In the comics, uh, Kate was actually at West Point. She did have a relationship with another student. Uh, she was caught and this was kind of like, there's sort of like, um, you know, this is conduct unbecoming of, of, of an officer, um, uh, uh, you know, conduct unbecoming of, of a soldier. Uh, her and Sophie, uh, her and Sophie get caught and basically are, you know, first they're asked to sort of announce it. Then they are asked to denounce it, sort of saying, look, you want to stay in school, just say you're not homosexual that's it. Kate is like, she rips it up and essentially spits on it. And what we get in the comics, what we get in Elegy, and again, if you haven't read it, go back and read it. Because this whole scene of where, you know, 
Kate Kane is, like I said, she is at West Point. She's essentially in her final year. I mean, this is like weeks, we're weeks away from graduation when she's sort of out, when she, I shouldn't say sort of, when she is outed as a lesbian, but is given that choice, sort of like, look, your father, he's, he's a really important guy. Uh, you know, just say you're not a lesbian, you know on the record officially you know you didn't have any code of conduct violations or whatever i don't want to go into it any further in there i mean i think you kind of know what her response was but her response in the comics the way greg rucka wrote it was beautiful uh and here ruby rose's you know you know the way she she did it here in the show was absolutely phenomenal you know she she is a woman of integrity you know she she wasn't going to lie. She wasn't going to say, you know, no, I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie and say that I am not a lesbian and, and I didn't violate any, any, you know, code of conduct or anything. I am who I am. And if you can't deal with that, I'll see you later. Sophie agrees to it. She signs it, you know, sort of saying, I need this. I need to stay in school. I don't have the same luxuries that you have. I can't just drop out and just start my life over. I need this. So, big rift is caused between the two of them what we find out the reason kate has been gone and the reason that she has been training is she wants a position in the crows uh she wants to prove to her dad that you know she's she's just as valuable as anybody else out there she's really looking for her father's approval here and you know we get she makes references back to it that uh you know ever since her mom and beth died it's like her father has pulled himself away from her. It's almost like seeing Kate kind of reminds him of them, reminds him of the fact that she lived, they didn't. And, you know, when Kate, Kate slash Batwoman finally confronts uh, Alice, you know, Alice even points it out. Alice is like, yeah, I, I, I'm doing this to get at your father. If you notice, I didn't get you. I didn't kidnap you. I kidnapped Sophie, because that's the daughter your father wishes he had. You know, he's he's moving heaven and earth to get her. Eh, he wouldn't have done the same for you. Trust me on this. So Kate is 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 absolutely upset. She's furious. Uh, you know, she breaks. You know, her cousin is Bruce Wayne. She felt that ever since her parent, uh, her mother and sister died. Bruce was really, he was like the real father to her or as, or as, you know, or essentially she's like a big brother who really didn't give her any rules and just really let her be who she wanted to be. So Batman is gone. Wayne Enterprises is essentially defunct. Uh, she breaks into the Wayne Enterprises building because she knows, you know, Wayne Tech, you know, Wayne Enterprises, Wayne Technologies had technology that is leaps and bounds above what anybody else has. And if the crows aren't able to find her, she could use the tech at at Wayne Enterprises to do so. Uh, here we get introduced to Luke Fox, the son of Lucius Fox. Yes. Uh, clearly he is going to be he's he's going to be her Lucius Fox quite possibly even joining her as a sidekick later on um I don't know the name of the character but I know that um I believe in the comics I believe it's actually Lucius Lucius Fox's daughter that ends up sort of becoming I think it's Flamebird uh but don't quote me on that 
And really what it is is she breaks in uh, and, you know, she's like, where's Bruce? Where's Bruce? You know, uh, you know, I'm his cousin. Luke's not buying it. But, you know, Kate is very wily. She is very competent. She's able to easily subdue Luke get the information she needs. She figures out where Alice is holding Sophie. She goes over there and she gets confronted by Alice. Now, here's the thing is she comes in there, her Ramones t-shirt, biker jacket. She pretty much marches herself headfirst into this abandoned orphanage and uh, proceeds to beat the snot out of half of Alice's gang until she's kind of taken by surprise. This is where Alice reveals to her that, yeah, you know, I kidnapped Sophie because I want your dad's attention and you just won't garner it. She will. Um, We also find out here that her stepsister, Mary, that um, Kate's Kate's stepsister, Mary, uh, who kind of appears to be almost like a bubble-headed socialite, is actually a med student and is actually secretly working uh, at an underground clinic to help the underserved people of Gotham. So quite clearly, Mary is going to sort of be like Batwoman's eyes and ears and quite possibly medical support because um, after Alice kind of beats the snot out of, out of Kate, uh, they dump her off at this clinic. Mary takes care of her. Um you know, she goes back to her father. She's like, look, I have an idea of where they took, where they took Sophie. He's like, that's not your concern. We have this big outdoor event coming out. It's the first sort of outdoor fun event Gotham has had in in over three years. And and that's our focus right now. And, you know, this is where Kate really says, like, she's like, look, you know, I get it. You don't want me. You push me away. You know, you sent me to military school. Look what happened there. You sent me off the train for a position you knew you were never going to give me. Uh, you know, you you can't get over it. You can't get over mom and Beth's death. Looking at me apparently, you know, brings back these painful memories. I'm out of here. I got to do things on my own. Uh, she goes back. She discovers the Batcave, figures it out. Her cousin, Bruce Wayne, was Batman. Well, She's going to be Batwoman. Great line here where she finds the Batsuit. And she says to Luke, she's just like, I need you to improve this suit. And he goes, uh, that suit is literal, literal perfection. And she goes, when you tailor it for a woman, it will be. Uh, she becomes Batwoman. And at this big outdoor event, uh, it's sort of like a night out at the movies. And, you know, a lot of citizens are coming out for it. Alice has a big plan. Uh, her plan is, is, and this is a kind of a nice callback here, almost towards like Batman 66 with sort of like, like a peril slash trap sort of a thing. Um, one of the crows, uh, one of one of the security guards, a guy that's pretty high up there, um, is a trader. He pretty much works for Alice. And what it is is there's a, a construction site across the street from the park. And what we get is uh, she gets the communicator. She gets online with Jacob, and she pretty much says, you got a choice to make. I have Sophie over here. Uh, she's pretty much standing on a platform. Uh, if she moves, she dies. Um, and I parked one of your security trucks right next to the park, pretty much full of explosives. Who are you going to save? All these citizens of Gotham or your, you know, your wannabe daughter, Sophie here. Uh, guess what? He doesn't get to make that choice because Batwoman comes on the scene and I love it. It's, it's, it's great. You know, you look at some of the other CW shows 
with all these super-powered people, really except for Arrow. Uh, you know, but you look at The Flash, you look at Supergirl, and during fight scenes and things like that, you know, you, you get these high-charged super-powered battles. Uh, you know, you watch The Flash, uh, you know, with the speed, the running, the lightning throwing, um, a lot of... Not, I don't want to say a lot of CGI, but use of CGI slow motion, tricky camera angles and whatnot. Same thing in Supergirl. Here in Batwoman, you're going to get a straight up action film. You know, you're going to get that feel that you had watching I think even some of the Nolan Batman films. Uh it's great here because it's it's sort of like I don't want to say it's a stalemate. You know, Jacob's trying to decide what should he do? Should he should he pretty much let Sophie fall to her death so the bomb doesn't get detonated or try to save Sophie knowing that the bomb will go off and you know kill and injure most of the people that are there in this park coming out to this event for the first time in over three years and like I said the decision is taken out of his hands because you know we see a shot of Alice she's there in the construction site she's got her goons around her and she's she's smirking because she knows it's like I got him now then you hear the zip line and you see a goon disappear. And they turn around like, what was that? And when they turn around, well, then now the, the goon that's behind them, zip line, and he disappears. I mean, this was a great emergence of Batwoman. Uh, she comes out and, you know, she's she's fighting her way. She is going to try to make sure that Alice doesn't set off the bomb, also while saving Sophie. Uh, Alice pretty much kind of gives her this, here's, you know, here's, here's your trap slash peril thing. Sophie is on a balance or is on a board uh, weighed down by a drum of water. Alice takes her knife and pretty much cuts a giant hole in it. Basically, like uh, when the water runs out, when the weight isn't enough, she's going to plummet to her death. What you going to do, Batwoman? She's like, I'm Batwoman. I'm going to get them both. Uses a batarang, knocks the detonator out of her hand. And as the plank gives way, dives kind of uses the grappling hook to slow her descent and they pretty much fall and they land on top of a bed uh sophie realizes like whoa this isn't batman uh this is a lady uh (laughs) kate very happy to see sophie alive kind of having some memories here um you know almost has a tender moment but then gets up and this is great goes to leave the door's locked you know for a second she's thinking of pounding it open a la Batman and she's like oh yeah lock flips the lock walks out um great shot here uh CGI wasn't that wasn't perfect it was a little wonky but it was still a great scene where she's kind of perched on top of this construction site and then using the cape like a glider pretty much glides off where people are like look Batman is back. Um, Jacob doesn't believe it. He thinks it's another wannabe vigil ante who will most likely end up dead. Uh, but we know better. We know that Batwoman is back. And that's pretty much how it wraps up. Almost. So Kate is pretty much resigned to the fact that, look, she's going to do things her way, just like Bruce did. She is going to be the Batwoman. Uh, she's going to defend Gotham. And she figures the best way to do it. She goes, look, people haven't been scared for years you know with bruce batman gone that fear is gone you're not going to get it in the police you're not going to get it in the crows and their security force you need the bat and the bat is back um 
very heart-wrenching scene right here where, you know, we're back at Crow's security headquarters and Kate runs into Sophie and they have a little bit of a reconnection and, and you could see Kate's almost sort of like, maybe we can get something going. Wait, who's this guy? Oh yeah, Sophie got married. And, you know, Ruby Rose does a great job here of showing in a span of about 10 to 15 seconds, like her heart totally wrenched out then making that recovery and like oh sophie's husband very very nice to meet you so she's now resigned herself to to becoming batwoman but before we end this episode when she confronted alice alice threw her knife at her missed and before batwoman left she collected it possibly scan it for some dna or whatnot the mind of Kate Kane is working here. It's something that Alice has been saying to her over and over. She takes a look at the knife, and in the hilt of the knife, it's that red diamond, that red jewel, the same pendant that Kate has, the same pendant that Beth had. Alice is Beth. We don't know how she got there. We don't know what happened. I was a little disappointed in this. I knew it was coming. I had red elegy. Towards the end of Elegy, that's when Kate realized who Alice really was. To kind of get it out of the way up front, I'm sure they're going to go somewhere with it. I was a little disappointed with it, but I'm not going to complain. Again, I think the series got off to a great start. I really, really enjoyed it. I kind of like seeing the old school action. Um, when Kate heads off to the orphanage to pretty much like I'm getting Sophie back and just again walks in pretty much with a biker jacket her Ramones t-shirt and a really bad attitude and just starts kicking ass loved it loved her as Batwoman you know the taking out the goons silently and you know striking some fear into the villain's heart like what's going on where did they go what's happening here especially Batman hasn't been seen in three years so they really don't know what's going on I think this is going to be a really good series Again, I'm going to decide. Maybe I will go episode by episode, or maybe I'll just kind of do it in a big chunk halfway through the season and again uh, at the end. I'm not sure, but keep it tuned here to see what I do. Guys, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast is there. Uh, I post pictures about the stuff that I talk about. I'll throw up some questions, some polls, and whatnot. Uh, It is October. October means Halloween. So expect some scary podcast episodes coming up. Uh, TV shows, movies, possibly even some comics. Who knows? Uh, I'll definitely talk some scary stuff as we get closer towards Halloween. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.